Everybody's after you. Everybody 
and he makes her feel valued. Naaman looks really good when he speaks well of her to others, in front of others. Uh, you want to gain you some points for Father's Day? And you got a girlfriend or a wife here? Make sure there's a crowd of people around and say, you know, baby, you just looking so good. We're going to have to hurry up and get out of this church. You're going to be way, way, way. Man looks good when he spends some time with her. You know, I wouldn't go fishing and be out there for hours catching nothing. <laughs> Cut some of that nothing time in half. A man looks good when he speaks his wife's love language. So you got to find out what that is. The sixth category I had was communicate. They want somebody that can talk on any subject. Again, here is where your cell phone come in handy, your smartphone. You run to the bathroom. Sir, what's going on in Czechoslovakia? You come back out, sit down at the table. Yes, you know, the prime minister in Czechoslovakia last week said, Man looks good when he's a good listener. Okay? And can listen to what they are saying without having to give advice or without having to fix the situation. Now, women, y'all got to help us out on this one. Because sometimes we don't know when y'all telling us something because y'all want us to fix it and y'all telling us stuff because y'all just want us to hear it. Because we get frustrated when we say, here's all you need to do. I didn't ask you for what I needed to do. <laughs> when he's a great conversationalist, okay? Here is a big one. When he talks to me and not at me. And the last one was fun. Women say men look good when they can have fun with us. They love it. One person says a man that loves music and dance looks good. Another says a good dancer makes him look good. I would have been lost on that one. A man with a good sense of humor makes him look good. A man who is funny looks good. Some of them said, a man who has the ability to make me laugh looks good. And one person who was the funniest person in the church said, a man who matches my personality makes me, uh, looks really good to me. All right, so those are the kinds of things, man, that if we want to look good to, to women, we need to kind of adapt in our lives. I guess I can sit down now for me and just work on these seven things <laughs> 20 years and I'll be all right. Now, the interesting thing, though, is that many of these things that make a man look good to a woman also makes a man look good to God. Because God is looking for certain qualities in our lives as men. God created us, and when God created us, he created us to be more complex than any computer in the world. 
There is not a computer in the world that can do everything you do. I don't care how much money they expect for it. You are more than a random set of events that's going nowhere. Back when I was in school, they used to talk about the simple, single-cell organism that got life going. Now we realize there is no such thing as a simple, single cell. Our cells have blueprints with all kind of DNA and everything else to produce life. Now the scripture says, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You made them a little lower than angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. Okay, you got a choice. You can believe what God says about you and that you were created just a little bit lower than angels, which means you are an absolutely magnificent being. Or you can believe the world's theory that all you is is Lovers of the 
with such people. Let me ask you this. Are you anywhere in that list? If so, raise your hand a little bit. And Lord, do not strike the rest of them with a bowl of light. Jesus 
determines whether or not we're actually dependable. It determines our actions when nobody is looking at us. It determines what spiritual value we really have. Because if our character isn't what it ought to be, we're not going anywhere. Character, though, must be built on the right foundation. You see, you can be a great man, you can be a great father, you can be a great grandfather, but what are you teaching your children, your grandchildren? What's your message to them about God? What's your message to them about the church? Because kids start looking up to us when they real, real small. I can remember when uh, Pastor and I had our first child, Samantha. Samantha's about this tall. And one day I went and I leaned up against this wall, folded my hands, leaned back like this. I looked down and there was this little figure leaning up against the wall, trying to follow her leg, just like that. She wanted to follow where I was going in life. And then if your children and your grandchildren who look up to you and think you've got far more influence in their lives than you think, are you leading them to heaven? Or are you leading them to hell? Because they want to follow your footsteps. We want our kids to be wise. Scripture says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. We need to be rooted in the scriptures because the values and our morals of this world are constantly changing. And then we need to look at our relationship with God. A lot of us as men who really aren't in the church, we give God credit, but we don't give him control. We'll talk about God, the man upstairs, the good Lord above, but we're like Steph Curry and LeBron James where they have a mutual respect for one another. We'll give them their due. The only thing is God is not our equal. God is far above us. God doesn't just want our respect. God wants control of our To look good, we gotta dress properly. This fellow here in his pajamas and his Christmas tie is not gonna match. But here's the things that we need to put on to look good. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with what? Compassion. Clothe yourself with what? Kindness. With what? Humility. With what? Gentleness.
the Lord for David Hume. You know how much money it costs to put on this suit? You can't pay for it. And you know something else? You can't put it on on your own. You need the Holy Spirit to come into your life to give you the power to get dressed. Jesus died and rose from the dead to give us the power to get dressed. And when we get dressed, how many of you know, not only does our life get better, but the life of all those who we come into contact with gets better. You know what would happen to our church if all of us got dressed with these things on before we came to church on Sunday morning? Do you know what would happen if I'm in our own homes? If each one of us decided, well, today, let's see, do I want to put on more kindness or compassion? How it would change how we live? You see, Jesus isn't about being up in the sky. It's not about pie in the sky. It's not about simply going to heaven. Jesus came so that we can have life now. And some of us, we make life so miserable for other people. And we don't have to do it. Jesus can change any of us at any time. I think it's remarkable that we had two men join the church on Father's Day. Praise God. Are we entering it with Jesus or without? 